Welcome to the podcast. It's a no for me. I'm your host, Star. And I'm Josie. Thanks for joining us today. Baby, it's a no for me. It's a no for me. You see us out healing and we're folks in the back. Baby, it's a no for me. It's a no for me. You see, it's out here healing and we're growing. What it do, y'all? What's poppin'? Okay. Listen, first, I do want to just apologize because this episode is late. <laughs> um, but I thank you for rocking with me, vibing. Life be lifing. Um, it is a solo podcast today. Our girl Josie is out. However, you got your girl star for this episode, okay? Solo. It's a one-on-one today, okay? Now, with that being said, let's get into some house maintenance. I am excited (laughs) because this week we have knocked down Juneteenth American history and changed the channel, which was our last episode, is now in the fifth spot. So dope. So dope. Um... That one was a lot of fun. That episode was a lot of fun to make. It was a lot of fun to do. And we had the ability to be really, really creative. Um, And so I'm so glad that that made it to the charts. Or the fourth is still honor yourself. Take a moment and breathe. What does purpose mean to you is number three. Number two, let's talk mental health and codependency. And number one, of course, is still universe please catch us. Okay. Listen, please catch us. You know, what's the irony? I, I need that episode for myself right now. (laughs) Having this podcast has been an incredible experience. Um, so much so that even though I did not want to record or was not in the space to record, I still showed up today and did it anyways because my direction is shifting and I am being reminded to jump. I'm being reminded to take a moment, to take a breath. I'm being reminded to do all of the things that I tell, that we talk about every week. What I'm realizing is that this podcast requires me showing up despite the place that I'm in and it's so important to be transparent and it's so important to just authentically come and talk to y'all um y'all are my friends y'all are my family I'm I'm excited about this top five it lets me know that something is happening um ironically I do listen to our podcast. I listen to it because I sometimes need to go back and hear what it is that I said or Josie said or see a perspective that I may or may not be 
vibing with at the time. And so I think that it's so dope that we're growing. We're growing and <laughs> each week is really cool to see just how much we're growing. Um, like I said, life be life in. I didn't want to record an episode at first. I was, you know, in my feels. I was thinking, what, what could I even talk about? But like I said, we got a one-on-one today, okay? And just me and you, that's it. That's where we are. And today I want to talk to you by talking to me <laughs> about things we can and cannot control, right? So I'm going to go ahead and dive in with our quote of the day. And our quote of the day is technically two quotes. I'm going to read the first one first. We cannot, of course, save the world because we do not have the authority over its parts. We can serve the world though. That's everyone's calling to lead a life that helps. That quote is by Barry Lopez. Here's the remixed one that I do really care for. You can't save everyone and leave yourself lost. It isn't fair. Not for you and not for those who care about you. Sheesh. That one's by Shan McGuire. That's annoying and a tough pill to swallow. What is it about us quote unquote savers (laughs) that enjoy saving what is that the word save means to keep something safe or rescue from harm or danger when people love things we have a desire to protect it i think for me that desire to protect people i love comes from nobody protecting me and so the way that i make external things that I do not have control over my things is by internalizing that pain that someone else is enduring and essentially allowing it to become my problem or absorbing that pain or absorbing that problem or absorbing that conversation And empathizing with it to the capacity that, like the quote says, I too become lost. The other quote talks about servitude. And what I'm learning about people who love to serve is that we oftentimes find ourselves in community-based jobs, in social service setting jobs, which is what I do. Right, I work in the field of mental health, I lead, I serve, I would say a servant leader. Okay, that's the goal for me. That's what I would love to see happen in my life. Um, I keep thinking about why this is, what this means. Nobody saved or protected me. So now I have a desire to protect others. Okay. From a non-selfish perspective, that sounds beautiful, right? It sounds like, wow, you really care. (laughs) Okay. But realistically, 
what also ends up happening is you're on this crazy goose hunt <laughs> of trying to protect, protect and save and do all of these things. And the thing that needs saving most is yourself, right? I'm learning that when things that are out of my control harm me deeply, it is nine times out of 10 an area of focus that I need to pay attention to. So I just want to talk about control for a moment. Things that I can control, and these are a few examples. Well, think of it like a circle. There are actual diagrams for this. I will post them on our Instagram. In our circle, things I can control are how I treat and support my fellow friends and family. Things I control would be using my knowledge and skills to provide the best care and service that I possibly can. I can control eating, resting, and other self-care as best as I am able to in the midst of this. I can control how I follow recommendations or leadership. I can control my positive attitude, my negative attitude, whichever attitude I show up with today. <laughs> I can also control to move with kindness and grace or move in a petty manner. These are things I control. In this circle, it's about who I want to be. In this circle, it's about who, how I want to live. In this circle, it's about all things that make me me. Now, outside of that circles, like I said, there are things we cannot control. Here are some examples of that. Can't control circumstances that I'm dealt, right? Life be life in, and sometimes it ain't shit you can do about it. Other, I can't control how long something will last, and that is annoying. Um, <laughs> while sometimes we wish things lasted forever and they don't, sometimes we wish things would hurry the hell up and they won't. We don't choose how long something will last. We don't get to choose or control how others react. We don't get to control other people's motives. And that is so frustrating. Because let me tell you, honey, okay, I had a friend come over and ask me, so are you dating? And I'm like, <laughs> I am, truth be told, uncertain about other people's motives. However, I don't have control over that. Does that mean I should just never go on a date? Absolutely fucking not. It means that I need to be able to be clear on what my motives and intentions are, practice the discernment and trust of instinct and understand that I am in a different space and I am learning different things. I am healing in a different way. And so the way I may have, would have chosen to mate in the past is not the same way I'm gonna move forward. And I have to trust that I have the ability and the, the know-how to protect both myself to the best of my ability and my inner child to the best of my ability. 
That looks like paying attention to red flags. It looks like understanding my non-negotiables and things that I am not going to tolerate or that I am. And really moving past that and navigating. Um, So there's just a little tip there of how that's going for me. Um, Another thing I can't control is the actions of others, right? So you can't control what other people are doing. You can't control how other people move. Literally... You get to watch how people move and decide if you want to dance with them. You don't get to just force them and make them dance the way you want them to. You get to watch how people love and just and choose to see if you want to partake in that love in the way that person loves or doesn't for lack thereof. So when I, what I learned in therapy this week that I'm going to give to y'all for the free 99 or whatever, okay? I am learning and I hope that by sharing what I'm learning somebody else learns something but I'm learning that control is hard control is frustrating control is also very helpful and it's very clear it's very clear we only can control ourselves we only can control ourselves and so while we can only control ourselves it is still helpful to understand that there's still support we can offer and there's still a way to serve while understanding what we can and cannot control. So as y'all know, my favorite AA quote is, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. I fuck with this quote because... If you break it down in chunks, accepting the things that I cannot change. Y'all, let me tell y'all what I learned in therapy this week, okay? I learned that there is a term (laughs) called radical acceptance. Essentially, it is what it is of all things. Radical acceptance doesn't necessarily mean that you agree. It doesn't mean that you support It doesn't mean that you confirm or deny. It just means you accept that right now, this is where we at with it. Y'all know that's my favorite. That's where we at with it today, okay? That's acceptance. When you learn that about things that you cannot change or control based off that, those examples... It's helpful to understand what is yours and what is not. Like I mentioned before, nobody protected me, which is why I think I feel the need to protect others. However, there are things outside of my control. And there are there were times when, as a child, other people's need to control my behavior, my actions, my life choices, just all all kinds of things. And also paired with that projection of other people's own needs and inability to accept the things that they cannot control. I've learned to either what appears to give up control or focus on shit that's outside of my control. (laughs) None of the things that I need to focus on we're taught. Okay. So with radical acceptance, rather than being attached to a painful path, 
radical acceptance suggests that non-attachment is key to overcoming suffering, right? So non-attachment doesn't mean that you're not feeling emotions and we're, it's not the same as being dissociated. Rather, it refers to like the intention of not allowing pain to turn into suffering. This means that watching your thoughts and feelings to identify when you're allowing yourself to feel worse than necessary. Lord have mercy. I have been guilty of allowing things that are outside of my control to penetrate my thoughts and cause me to allow myself to feel worse than necessary. I can sympathize, have a cry and, you know, be in the moment with the person. Um, But when that tends to go on longer than necessary, that is when it becomes problematic. I'm here for this. I'm here for radical acceptance, okay? Radical acceptance is really not an easy thing at all. Because again, you're literally, you got to get out of your triggers to do this. You got to, you've got to move past your, your own unhealing to do this. It doesn't mean that you agree with what's happening. Radical acceptance causes you to not fight against reality. Because I think that's what's painful about life in general, but about life circumstances. Sometimes we are fighting battles that are not winnable. Um, And that, of course, can be very hard and it can end very horribly. So I encourage you to look into the topic of radical acceptance. It's shout out to therapy, though, (laughs) because I'm on this journey now. I'm here. I'm here for this. While it's normal to react to negative situations with emotions such as sadness or anger, blaming yourself or other people, wishing that things could have been different, everybody goes through those things. Um, Some things that are indicators that radical exception may need to be practiced within your life are things like, I can't deal with this. This is not fair. Things shouldn't be like this. I can't believe this is happening. It's not all right. Things should be different. Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening now? <laughs> By the way, I've said all of these this weekend. So we, But we're here now. <laughs> we're here. This is horrible. Why did this happen to me? All of these kinds of things that, that signal that these things are not within our control or our power. So it's, it's important. It's important. So I definitely think um, those are some examples, right? What is What does it look like to even have a statement or have a mindset of radical acceptance? I can literally only control the present moment. When I fight against my worries and negative emotions, I only fuel them to grow stronger. Even though I might not like what happened, the present moment is is exactly what it is. It's literally just exactly what it is. I can't change things that have happened in the past. I'm able to accept the present moment exactly what it is. 
I can get through difficult emotions, even though it's hard. It is unhelpful for me to fight against what's happened in the past. So again, these things are moment based, which I fuck with the long way. After you found ways to use coping statements, I do just want to point out that radical acceptance does not work in every single situation for the mere fact that radical acceptance is not appropriate if you're in an abusive relationship. And that can be emotionally abusive, physically abusive, spiritually, financially, with any type of abuse. Radical acceptance is not appropriate if something if there's something dangerous about your work situation, if you're being harassed at work, if you're being taken advantage of or not paid a fair wage, radical acceptance is not appropriate if someone is treating you poorly or with disrespect. When you have some degree of control over your situation, um, it's not going to work when you are intentionally not taking action out of fear radical exception is not appropriate when you are engaging with people pleasing instead of standing up for yourself oh lord okay so it's it's not gonna work then what that looks like is you will not want to engage in the it is what it is attitude if it would be considered inappropriate Most of these situations involve that you take action or you, you try, you, you, you make an attempt to change. These are things that you, that can change that we are able to. Here's some ways that it is appropriate, right? So if you're going through a divorce or breakup and you're having a hard time moving on, if you are engaging in an unexpected change in your life plans that you do not have control over. If you've experienced a loss of someone you love, um, if you are experiencing job loss, if you had a traumatic upbringing or neglect or abuse as a child, when you are causing yourself more pain because you refuse to accept what happened, when you are limiting joy in your life because you are feeling that you must avoid all emotions, If you struggle to articulate the emotion that you are experiencing, radical acceptance is appropriate when you feel stuck or unable to move from a negative event. If you have tried other ways to deal with pain and notice nothing else has worked, right? Mindfulness versus radical acceptance. We talk about mindfulness all the time in this podcast. Um... And you might be wondering if radical acceptance is just another way to explain mindfulness. And somewhat, some ways, yes, it is. Um, But in other ways, they are completely different. When you're in a state of mindfulness, you're living in the present moment about and without any thought or judgment. Radical exception kind of builds on its overall goal, right? So... Radical acceptance is not a passive act, but rather a conscious decision to see things differently. So you are actively looking for a different way to review what is happening 
within your thoughts and within your mind. Um, it, it causes you to really just kind of be radical in your own views of what you accept because it's your reality. Like that's the whole point. The, the reality that we see is ours. It's ours. It's ours to choose. And so while again, mindfulness is also living while they're related, they're not exactly the same. Radical acceptance literally looks like taking things chunk by chunk as to where focusing or going back to that control or that loss of control feeling really is like I started off in the beginning going back to childhood and how I needed to do this and do like it has nothing to do with the present moment. I'm reaching all the way back to when I wasn't protected as a kid instead of literally being in the moment. Like that was, you know, we're going back years. Acceptance, right? Grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. The courage to change the things that I can. Once you accept, once you accept that it is what it is and moment by moment is all you have, to focus on that it's what we're focusing on in the moment and you understand things you can control and things you cannot control it will give you the courage to change the things that you can things that you can control the things that you can change firstly are within yourself and the way you treat others it's the way that you respond we we've gone over them but with that type of understanding, you're able to go out into the world and change the lives of other people without overextending yourself, without having to feel like you're pouring from an empty cup. It is amazing to me all of the ways we find ways to keep going and keep going and, you know, trying to change cities, trying to change jobs, trying to change careers, you see, all kinds of shit. We're, we're forever changing and growing and evolving. And that's beautiful. But courage to change the things you can. I used to always think that meant something else, but it truly does mean once I accept that it is what it is. And then I get the courage to change the things that I can or so. And then I understand what I have control over. And then the last most important step, the wisdom to know the difference. That's what this is about. It's about the wisdom of understanding the difference between the two. External shit we don't have control over. We just don't. That's the wisdom to know the difference. So as fearful as some of those things can be, it is okay. It's okay. It's okay to take a moment. It's okay to shit, skip a day. <laughs> it's okay to skip a few days. It's okay to quit your job. It's okay to spread your wings. It's okay to pursue your dreams. All of these things are okay. It's okay to go on a date, even though you're scared. Mm -hmm. It's okay to tell your friend how you feel. 
It's okay to tell your mama how you feel. Unless, of course, you got one of them crazy mamas that just don't listen. Save yourself. Okay? Focus on what you can control. <laughs> um, with all of those things, with understanding what we can control, what we can't, and understanding deeply rooted issues and, and how that works with other people, you learn to serve in a different way. It no longer becomes about controlling the outcome of another person's bad situation. And it becomes more about, am I showing up to this meeting with kindness? Am I eating and resting and, and taking care of myself so that when I do have crisis management, <laughs> I'm in a position to, to manage it well or handle it well. To be of service looks like understanding one, how to meet a person where they're at, which is what? Radical acceptance. Come on, somebody. I'm glad y'all said it. It is what it is. We're at where we're at. That's radical acceptance. When a person comes to you and their predicament is what it, whatever it is, put insert predicament. How are we showing up? How are we communicating what we have the capacity for? How are we loving ourselves as well as the people that we serve? We don't have to rescue unless you're working at an animal shelter. <laughs> humans are complex individual, but you know what else humans are? We're fucking resilient, bro. We're fucking resilient. Realistically, if you're listening to my voice, then you have made it through every fucking diverse, crazy thing that you've gone through. You survived 100% of them. Did some of them damn near kill you? Yes. Did they almost take you out? Sure. But you have survived 100% of those. Doesn't mean it left you in 100% condition, but 100% out of, of the time, you've overcome it. 100% of the time, you've not allowed it to kill you. So... Today's episode, again, is really just a check-in for me. <laughs> so I thank you for listening. And I thank you for just allowing me to give you little tidbits of what I've learned um, this last weekend. And like I said, it's life be life in y'all, okay? It be doing what it's doing. But if I had to say anything out of this podcast, I want each person to know that you are loved. You're loved. And even when you don't feel loved, drop me a comment because I will love up on you. Okay. Life is not always going to be rainbows and butterflies. Even though I struggled to record because again, life be life in. But this is about showing up. This is about tapping in. This is about loving up on um, y'all. And trusting that I don't always have to come with some 
you know, miraculous, <laughs> miraculous theory or um, lesson that I could just speak freely. Permission to speak freely. I struggled this week. It was a challenge for me. It was a challenge to navigate and understanding and talking it out and just having a person listen and validate was helpful. Learning to communicate in a different capacity with people looks beautiful on me. Find people that support you. Find people that love you unconditionally. And unconditionally doesn't mean they agree with everything you do. Unconditionally doesn't mean that you'll never make a mistake and there won't be arguments. But what it does look like is you've got a friend in me. But gauge that unconditional love. Not everybody deserves unconditional. Some people deserve conditional. Some people do. For the sake of your mental health, some people get conditional. For the sake of your safety and well-being, yeah, everybody not going to get that. It's it's like, okay, so like I said, y'all know I went to the Chris Brown concert. And I think of people in my life now. What that looks like is not everybody has access to me in the same capacity. So some of, some people are going to be in the nosebleeds, okay? I'm going to need you way over there, way the fuck in the back, <laughs> away from me. You can still see what I do. You can check my Instagram. That's okay with me, but don't be trying to slide in my DMs. That's You got the nosebleeds, okay? <laughs> then you have those who, you know, we cool, we cool. They don't bother me. I don't bother them. We can have a good conversation. Y'all got the floor seats. We love that for you. You know, um, they are people who, you know, close enough proximity. I can chop it up with them. It's typically pleasant. It's typically, um, you know, good vibes. Or sometimes, depending on the mood I'm in, we can talk our shit together. Okay. Very few people make it in the VIP backstage area. That's my circle. That's my small circle. And what I'm learning about the VIP section, okay, is that you want people around you in that area that are truly there for you and not the fame, that are willing to support VIP section is reserved. Everybody can't get past the rope. And my job with boundaries, boundaries are the bouncer, okay? Boundaries be, boy, I saw you as soon as you came bouncing through the door. They got to go. Either you can get in or you can't, and I get to discern that. I do. I get to choose that. I get to choose who's on that stage or who's in the VIP. And it says a lot. Like, I I need new friends, okay? This is not a shot to the friends I have. They know where they at with it with me, okay? However, as I'm growing and I'm learning and I'm in 
therapy and I'm exploring and like I said, life is life man out here. <laughs> I desire people who like to do the same shit that I do. Like I'm trying to go do art and sip and paint and poetry and you know, just today I rode my scooter up and down the coast and took myself out to lunch. Like that's my vibe. I want people in my VIP section that, if need be, have also have the capacity for radical acceptance for me in my life. Also have the, the capacity to give me support when I need that in my life. The bouncer goes missing and now everybody's just back here. I, we got to have our security type, okay? <laughs> the security team, boundaries, we've got assertiveness, we've got logistics doing the thing. All types of things are happening before I even perform. Not everybody's going to be in my VIP section. And I desire friends and loved ones that I can grow with. I think that's awesome. Um, we need more of that in the world. So, like I said, don't let nobody knock you off your square. Let's normalize asking people for what we need. Because I used to be the kind of person, or let me just stop saying used to, okay? I am the kind of person that is now growing out of this trait, however, I still struggle with. Um, the kind of person that when someone comes to me to tell me a thing, I immediately assume they're telling me because I offer good advice and they want my opinion. That's, you know, <laughs> um, a little pretentious. However, I assume that people want to hear what I have to say. And that's not always the case. Know the kind of support you can and cannot give. And know the kind of support you do and do not need. However, as individuals, um, we all have choice. We all have a free will. We all have things that we must learn while we're here on earth. Everybody's walk is unique. Albeit we are all connected. Um, <laughs> I'm learning to let people live where their feet are. And it's a challenge. But as I process through it and as I work through it, um, I'm realizing that it is important. Yeah, I, I was taught from a child to be of service. Um, serving is something that's always come naturally to me. In fact, it's why I'm in the field that I'm in. And I absolutely love it. I thought that if I behaved in a better manner, if I loved in a better way, if I gave more than I had, then that somehow would aid in controlling also 
the outcome of a situation. So to some degree, and people hate when I say this because I hated it when I heard it. <laughs> that is a that is a form of that is a form of manipulation. You are doing, you're changing the authentic self to influence a outcome, to influence an outcome. So for me, we have this desire to love and save. And sometimes that causes neglect to oneself. Hmm. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that for nobody. Continue to grow. Continue to take your space. Continue to have wisdom to know the difference between the things you can save and the things you can't. What you can save is some goddamn money for vacation. What you can't save are these hoes. And I'm done. Have a great one. That concludes today's episode. Thanks for coming through to chop it up with us. We're really glad you're here. Feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram. It's a no for me, K-N-O-W. And also, give us a nice rating. We'd love to hear your feedback. Enjoy the rest of your week. Stay grounded in love and stay solid.